0: Welcome to Bin It or Binge It, where we watch three episodes of a Hot Topic TV series and decide whether to ultimately bin it off or binge the rest of the series, just so you don't have to. I'm your host, Emily Brewster, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon Harkness. Hello. Hello. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, mate. How are you?
0: Yeah, I feel like we're getting into a rhythm with these now. I know. We We didn't do an episode that longer. Now we can't stop. What have you been up to,
1: mate? Um interviewing benedict wong for multiverse of madness later on today so that should be fun um yeah busy 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 how about you
0: probably not that exciting well i did a, a documentary i uh, yes. filming for that yesterday so that's obviously not out yet so i don't know if i can speak about it but it's very vicey kind of <laughs> vibes well that's all i'll say
1: i wanted to talk to you about the other sort of vicey type of documentary that you filmed, uh, basically catching, yeah, catching sex offenders, which went live last night.
0: Yeah, we basically went and spoke to uh, predator hunters um, that speak to young children online. I feel like this is bringing the tone down, but we went and spoke to them and we went out on a uh, sting with them. So where they go and confront these people and they hand them over to the police. It's a very big operation. It's not what people would think. It's like a professional, we had walkie talkies. I had a stab vest on.
1: I know, you had a stab vest. That's insane. Did you ever think you'd like ever work on a shoot where you'd have to wear a stab vest? That's insane. No,
0: unsurprisingly, I didn't tell my mum till after it happened. (laughs) And the thing that I was working on yesterday, (laughs) I told her about it and she was like, why do you tell me these things? I was like, (laughs) that's why I tell you after. So yeah. Yeah. So that's of course us warming up those vocal cords, <laughs> getting into it. But this week we are watching the new series of Selling
1: Sunset. Oh my
2: Yay.
1: god! I like. I think I know you pretty well, and I don't think I've ever seen you so excited to be talking about a series or a show or anything. Um, they get these series out, don't they? Like the show, I think started in 2019, and there's been. Like, amazingly, there's been five series since. Where has that time gone?
2: I just love this view. And I just love looking down on people. The little people. Hi, Hi, peasants! peasants!
0: (laughs) So if you've never seen Selling Sunset before, and quite frankly, you must have been living under a rock, it's a reality show in which two identical twins with shaven heads run a real estate brokerage firm who only employ beautiful women. (laughs) that sounds about right doesn't it si
1: it does yeah i'm so pleased you brought up the shaven heads i've never seen (laughs) such smooth heads yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'd do Um, that if i met them oh i would love to i that's the only thing i would like to be bald for um just someone so someone can do that although i've got a couple of bald mates and i don't make enough use out of that so i really should do um (laughs) anyway back to selling sunset so The executive producer of this also created The Hills. Do you remember that? No way.
0: I actually didn't know that. Well,
1: there you go. I Um,
0: loved The Hills. Of course I did. I love a bit of trash TV.
1: Clearly. This is why you love Selling Sunset so much. Um, So it's like 5% real estate and 95% (laughs) of pretty women gossiping. Um, Would you even recommend this show to people who are actually interested in real estate?
0: 100% (laughs) no. I actually (laughs) wouldn't. It would be like recommending Greece to fans of illegal street racing.
1: Okay. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, like a, yeah.
0: a tiny slither of it in there. However, <laughs> if you like watching rich, attractive women argue.
1: Do you think, in all honesty, do you think that's what the appeal is?
0: I, I mean, people don't come on to watch it. Like real serious property investors, like mm, I'm going to get some tips. What's the market like out out there at the moment? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I might go and invest in the OC after this. Um, (laughs) It's for me, and I speak for myself and the rest of the nation, um, it's the drama, number one, a.k.a. Christine Quinn, but we'll get onto that in a sec. It's the opulence and it's just, it's that bit of escapism for you to think like, maybe, maybe I could do that. I can guarantee most of the people that watched that, particularly the women, but anyone, probably watched it and thought, do you know what? I'm going to get into real estate. Mm. <laughs> think of all the money I can make. Did yeah. you think that? What do you I, think makes it?
1: 100%. That's exactly what I thought. I even said to Beth when we were watching it, I was like, well, I can, I can see myself doing that. I even said to her, this looks like the easiest job in the world. All you <laughs> do is sell houses, which aren't difficult to sell, and you get like, quarter of a million dollars commission. It looks like the easiest job in the world.
0: And I mean, it's almost as easy as sitting there and talking to celebrities all the time. <laughs> Can
1: you imagine if I got a quarter of a million dollars commission just for talking to Benedict Wong? That would be easier.
0: I have to say though, they don't, I saw something, source unknown, um, where they don't actually get, so you know the commission that comes up on screen? I don't think they actually get that. Because it gets split between the person that finds the seller, which is obviously sometimes them or has the house. And then it gets split between the brokerage and them. So I think they get like 5% and then that gets split. Don't get me wrong. It's still a lot of money. But as far as I know, they don't get all of that money.
1: No, that's bullshit. They Mm. sold it. Like, no, I'm, I'm against that. I'm a greedy capitalist, clearly. Uh, you need to speak I, to the
0: Bold <laughs> Twins about that then.
1: Because... <laughs> also known as the Oppenheims. Um, so I've actually got a little treat for you. Um, Is I it actually food? Know some... have <laughs> it's, sent, it's not.
0: <laughs> have you sent something to me?
1: <laughs> it's, an, it's an Oppenheim package. I um, love that. I actually know someone with a connection to the show.
0: Is it Christine Quinn? Is she coming on the show?
1: <laughs> it's not Christine Quinn, but it's, I think it's the next best thing. Um, okay. She's, yeah, she's here right now. She's our first ever guest on the Bin It or Binge It podcast. Sophie Thompson, you're joining us on Bin It or Binge It. Thank you so yes. much. How are you, mate? Woo-hoo!
2: Thank you for having me. I wouldn't say that I'm the next best thing, though. I'd go like 10th. Uh, <laughs> I say you're
0: better. 100%. <laughs> yeah,
1: you don't have the arrogance of christine so immediately in my mind feel better um how are you mate thank you so much for coming on this is lovely
2: yeah i'm great thank you for having me
1: no worries at all um so for people who don't know who are you what do you do and then let's talk about christine quinn because i've got so many questions
2: yeah so i am a journalist but i think probably more people know me better for just kind of chatting absolute crap on the internet 24 7 um so i guess it would be good for everyone to kind of put a face to a name um yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i saw your tweet about molly may's uh hogwarts mat yesterday and you are getting <sighs> some hate on that that's really funny
2: <laughs> yeah i'm just like i've kind of got to the point now where i turn the replies off because i'm like are people getting this pressed about a doormat? Like it's a doormat, I'd...
1: and it's an ugly doormat as well. It's a really like tasteless, ugly doormat. It says "Welcome to Hogwarts," and as Sophie Sorry. pointed out in the tweet, it's in front of her like three and a half million pound house, and her doormat Stunning says "Welcome house. to Hogwarts."
2: And I have the, to see the this. decor is really good in the house. Like <laughs> she's made it really nice, and then just put this doormat on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about Christine Quinn. You've interviewed her, and Mm -hmm. we follow each other on Twitter. You're very funny on Twitter, as you mentioned. And out of nowhere, I just saw that you had an interview lined up with Christine Quinn.
2: How the hell did this happen? So my toxic trait is now calling us best friends. I think best friends is a bit of a stretch, but we're working on it. Um, But I have this really bad habit of anytime I have a drink, I'm everyone's biggest hype woman on Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> and I would always be commenting on her pictures, like, oh my God, Queen, you're amazing. <laughs> like, basically hyping her up. Like, she has no idea who I am. Um, and I remember the first time I did it, I woke up the next day and I saw I had a notification from her and, you know, she replied. And I was like, what have I done? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, I don't remember what I'd written. Um, and... I was like, I don't know. I was just like so buzzing that she would responded to me that I just kept pushing it more and more and more. I was like, I wonder how far I can take this. And I remember when she did her pregnancy announcement on Instagram, I commented saying, I wish I was your baby, which <laughs> is <laughs> a little bit weird, but um, yeah, she bit. actually found it really funny. So um, yeah. And then when I reached out to interview her, I honestly, I, I didn't think she was going to say yes, but within half an hour of asking they were like when can we do this when can we set this up
1: i just so did you did you get the interview via her or was it via her people or like what was it
2: yeah so she has um obviously like a pr person but i found that like when i've interviewed people before you know they always have their pr people there they're kind of saying what you can and can't ask um and she kind of joined the call and i was like oh are you staying she was like oh no i'm leaving like i was just making sure you guys got in okay so it was literally just me (laughs) and christine having this conversation
0: who'd have thought eh when you were just messaging messaging her drunkenly (laughs) (laughs) i have to ask what is she actually like is she as bitchy as she comes across in selling sunset
2: you know i think she's actually very smart um she kind of has you know had this villain character made of her and she's ran with it and realistically without the show like and without her in the show it it would be about houses and that's not what people watch it for anymore they watch it for her and she knows how to play up to people but honestly like I mean I've interviewed tons of people she is one of my favorite people I've ever spoken to she's very genuine, like nothing is off limits. She wants to tell you everything. And, you know, she took a genuine interest in me as well, which is something that you don't get a lot of the time. And, you know, I originally said to her, I will be chatting for, I don't know, half an hour. And, you know, it got to like an hour later and we're still just gossiping away. And it was just really (laughs) nice and actually quite refreshing because I was so scared of her and so scared of doing this interview that I literally sat on my sofa and got drunk before doing it to like calm myself down. I was like, at least if this goes badly <laughs> wrong, I can blame it on the alcohol. Um, but she, yeah, it, she was great.
1: It sounds like your toxic trait is just drinking, not drinking and commenting, Just, <laughs> just drinking. Seems like everything you do in your life centers around drink. That explains the funny tweets.
2: Yeah, I've kind of dropped myself in at that, haven't
1: I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you've
0: just made Sophie sound like an alcoholic. so.
1: Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, yeah, when I asked you to do that, I didn't think we'd be talking about your alcohol problems on this podcast. <laughs> uh, so you kind of alluded to it there, like she's happy to talk about anything. Did you get any sort of like behind the scenes goss? Because she tweeted recently, didn't she, about the 5,000 mm-hmm. different storylines. Did she bring that up at all?
2: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I kind of steered away from selling Sunset as the topic because I wanted to give her a chance to kind of explain herself and what she's about as a person rather than what we see on the show. Um, But, you know, obviously elements of that did come up. And she said uh, one of the things she said was about the fact that everybody thinks she's this really bitchy person. But she's like, actually, I don't see that as a bad thing because it just means I'm willing to say what everybody else is thinking. And, you know, she's written this whole book, this whole manifesto about why it's actually a good thing to be a bitch. And I kind of like that for her because she's, you know, she really owns it.
0: I appreciate that from her respect. Maybe maybe we could all do with a bit of Christine in our lives. (laughs) Not trying to be so nicey-nicey. What do you think we can expect in the next season? What is your prediction, Sophie? I want to hear it because I'm intrigued.
2: I'm honestly concerned that she is not going to be in it much longer to be honest um because i mean i don't know if you saw the other day her and her husband have actually just launched a new platform where people can literally just buy and sell real estate with crypto like no agents needed um and you know as great as these like really nasty kind of storylines are about her or whatever I yeah I don't know how much more of it she will be willing to sit and take
1: she almost doesn't need to take it does she she's like she's made her name and if it gets to a point where it's detrimental to her other ventures then yeah she'll happily sack it off I think
0: and she didn't For go sure. on the uh, reunion show apparently so no I she like... said
2: she had covid but Did she have COVID? I want to see the lateral play. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So my final question for you, Soph, is are you still mates? Do you still talk? Do you still comment? Does she reply? Does she follow you?
2: So we still have the me commenting, her replying relationship, (laughs) Um, but she is actually coming to the UK um, in June, I think it is. Um, And she said to me, you know, we should meet and, and hang out properly. So I don't know. We'll see. But I'm kind of, do you know what the first thing that came to my mind when she said that was, uh, I'm five foot three and she's five foot 10 or 11 without heels. And she's always in the, these huge high heels. I was like, if there was ever a picture of us together, I wouldn't even be in it because she's like towering <laughs> above me like this. Uh, but yeah, we'll see.
0: Where would you take Christine Quinn? on your pal date.
2: <laughs> Is it really like a kind of British experience if you don't go to Wetherspoons? I feel like she could use that in her life. Yes.
1: Her sipping on a purple rain. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That would be so good.
2: Can we come?
1: Yeah, Let's can we film
0: spin it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a spin-off show.
0: I also want to know, does she look incredibly flawless? Because I heard that she spends about a thousand dollars a day on her hair and makeup this is all rumors obviously seriously and takes about four hours to get ready
2: I get the impression that that is probably true because we did cameras off because she didn't have any other like engagements that day um so she was just kind of chilling at home um and yeah I mean literally when you see her in the street she's got like these incredible hairstyles and makeup and stuff. So I get the impression that that probably does sound like quite a Christine thing to do. Um, So yeah, I I mean, from my guess, I'm gonna say it's probably true.
0: That is crazy. (laughs) How does she fit it all in? That's what I always think and I'm watching it. And then I saw, I heard that about the four hours to get ready. She has a baby. She is also a boss bitch. How? I know we all have the same 24 hours in the day. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Linking us back to. See, well, this actually did not make it into the interview, so I can say it to you guys, but she literally word for word said that to me. She was like, we'll have the same 24 hours. It's up to you, what you want to do with it.
1: Be honest. Did your respect for her drop a tiny bit once she said that?
2: I just thought it was funny because it was in the middle of that whole discourse. So I had to mute myself because I was laughing so much. I was like, she literally has no idea like
1: what she's just said.
2: <laughs> that is
1: incredible.
2: That is insane. Maybe she was
0: influenced by Molly May. Who came first? I,
1: mean, I have seen a tour of her house, and there's no Hogwarts doormat that I saw. So, you know, <laughs> no. maybe there's. You know. <laughs> um, well, guys, we do all have the same 24 hours in the day, and you've been very kind to give us 15 minutes of your 24 hours. So, so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this has honestly been such an incredible insight. So, thank you very much.
2: Thank you. If she's losing clients, we have to take that into consideration when we're looking at who's gonna stay at the brokerage.
0: I am making your job harder. That doesn't bother me. Is this
2: like the end for her?
0: That was so good to have our very first guest on Bin it or Binge it. What a surprise, I si. I feel like I need to repay the favor. I need to think about <laughs> what connections I have. Maybe Jude Law?
1: Maybe get oh Jude Law? Oh my Lord. God, yes. My new mate absolutely get Jude Law on and I think we need to I think we really need to start upping our game the people we interview we just we drunk comment um on their on their tweets and on their Instagram posts I did yeah I have started replying to people so like Ben Schwartz did uh when we interviewed him for Sonic he was talking about the press day and so I just threw in a tweet on the response and like mm. oh it was so great talking to you both um he made a joke about saying hello to my nephew and Uh, James Marsden didn't. So I I brought that up in thinking, okay, might get a tweet, might get a reply, might get a like, might even get a follow. I got nothing. But I I, said, you know, Might get friendship. (laughs) (laughs) I could be friends with Jean-Ralphio. Oh, yeah. But no, he didn't. But it's fine. I did once. And I'm telling you this because it's the anniversary yesterday. So the first time I interviewed Seth Rogen, Mm. I bought him an ashtray. And yeah
0: that was creepy
1: it was a bit creepy yeah <laughs> he, he took it very well but it's because he he collects ashtray so far right, I'm gonna buy him an yeah, yeah yeah yeah, he yeah took yeah, it yeah. really well um and then I and then I tweeted him saying like I loved meeting one of my heroes hope you enjoy the ashtray hope you like it and he replied to me and he was like I do thanks um so yeah that's was that was
0: quite a good fantastic. impression
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's also my my Seth Rogan laugh. um Yeah, so maybe that is the way forward. Maybe we should do that.
0: We need to create a montage at the end of the the podcast series, just of your questionable impressions. But that one was quite good. <laughs> That's not bad, is it? David Attenborough, um, and Seth Rogan.
1: <laughs> so you mentioned your your pal and your best mate Jude Law, and obviously speaking of beautiful rugged men, um, what would you think if it was revealed that I had a twin brother with the same hair as me and we started a business where we only hired beautiful women. What would your response be to that?
0: I mean, first of all, no one can have your hair, right? (laughs) The infamous Simon Do. I don't think that's possible, even for an identical twin. But first of all, I'm not sure your girlfriend would approve. True. But, um... I'd be surprised. You don't yeah. come. You don't come across as uh, a Jason or Brett. Yeah. But who knows? You are a bit of a dark horse, so who knows?
1: <laughs> dark horse. I'll be honest. I don't think my girlfriend would even like me asking this question. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Sorry, it's... Beth. <laughs> Sorry, darling. Um, yeah, I just think the whole setup's a bit weird. Like, I, there's no men at that at that company i was saying to beth when we were watching it i was like does he only do they only hire women and she was like yeah or maybe they hire men but they're just not good enough for selling sunset um so i actually
0: think do you remember in the end of the last season i think i'm getting this right at the end of the last season they kind of introduced them to the other office the oc office no
1: I don't remember.
0: (laughs) Anyway, they did. And I'm pretty sure there were guys working there, but they haven't really had any airtime in this. But what I want to know is, yeah, no one cares about them. Um, Would you like to work there?
2: (laughs) If if it wasn't
0: just beautiful women, of course.
1: If
2: they offered Um, you a
0: job at the Oppenheim Group, do you think you could see yourself there?
1: Do you know what? I think I'm. I think I'm very personal. I think I'm good at talking to people. Producer James's face. <laughs> I'm not
0: interviewing you, by the way. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> what can you bring to the table, Simon?
1: It, it really does sound like an interview, doesn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I can chat to anyone. Um, I like. I like houses. I've. You know, I've uh, got my own property portfolio. I like modern art, and let's be oh, honest. Shit. you could you could be a terrible real estate agent and sell those beautiful houses um yeah i would like to i would like to work there um it does this is probably like the the essence of the show in a nutshell really like it makes you think that you could do that job and it makes you kind of want to do that job Mm. and then like when you really look at it you think well actually they all they all talk about therapy They all talk about how difficult everything is and why are they doing it? They're basically doing it because of the huge paychecks. And I imagine the stress that they're under to seal these deals. I don't think the Oppenheims are particularly nice people. If you just look at the way they run that business uh, and you basically think what that business is being sold on. Um, I, I, I think I could do it, but I don't think I would like to do it. What about you? Do you think you could do that job?
0: Oh uh, yeah, stupid <laughs> question. Also, I'm just backtracking. Jason and Brett, yeah. I actually think they're quite nice. Really, in how they run it? Yeah, I think that they, for example, like Christine coming back from having a baby, they made sure that she had her desk back. And I know that's such a small thing, but that's, oh, that's a big. Yeah. But that's a that's a big thing for the girls. Do you know what I mean? Like that's their desk, and they'd hired loads of people in that time. I feel like they're not completely. Cutthroat, that was a bad example. <laughs>
1: that was a terrible example. They did, they did a <laughs> they relatively thing. They gave them a nice desk thing. back. Why do <laughs> yeah.
0: you think they're so horrible?
1: I just, I don't I know like... this isn't
0: a question you asked, but I don't care.
1: Oh, I don't mind. It's fun. Um, I think they're What's just- What's your problem? A... What's my beef? My beef with the baldies. They, I don't know. They just, they just strike me as people I wouldn't want to work for. Like, I. I don't think- the selling point of your business should be the, the supermodels that you you employ. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you go into that office, you only see head to toe supermodels I and mean, these two bald men who basically are, I don't want to say pimps of real estate, but they come across as, as the pimps of real estate. And I, that's not a vibe I like.
0: Yeah, I do get in terms of the hiring of who they hire and stuff, but I think they're actually okay to the people work there.
1: But yeah, I
0: think I could work there, but only maybe on like work experience terms. <laughs> I couldn't do it long term. You know, like you went and worked at Look or something for two weeks at school. I could go and do a couple of weeks there.
1: What was your, what was your work experience when you went to school? Can you, it actually, you actually was just it just look at What Was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what wow. else did
0: I do? I did something else. I think I like went and worked at my dance school, which I did anyway, but... It was just like two weeks off school, wasn't it?
1: I went to an advertising agency in London.
0: Oh. <laughs> How very bougie of you. I'm very bougie. <laughs> Ooh, um, I went to an advertising agency. Um, yeah,
1: it sounds it sounds like really like, yeah, like really ambitious. Basically, my next door neighbor in the village I came from was like he was working in an advertising agency and he was quite high up. And so I left it, I think, until like two days before I needed to make a decision. I just said, can I do it with you? And he said, yeah, sure. It's early starts. Like you'll be leaving the house at six o'clock. You won't get Mm. back until 8 p.m. And I thought, yeah, that's all right. And then I did it like two days in a row. I thought, oh my God, no, this is awful. Um, So, you know, maybe if I could in another world, maybe I should have been running a a marketing agency, selling houses and employing supermodels. That could have been, I could have been my career path.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to draw you back from that daydreaming we've got going on. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, back on track. Um, Yeah, I would definitely have to go and get some work done uh, because I do not have enough silicon in me to work there. Do you know how old old they actually are? No. I was shooketh at this. So Christine, how old do you think she is? I'm not gonna do this with everyone, but.
1: Christine, I reckon she's
0: 32. Okay, not bad. This is gonna be a boring game, 33.
1: Okay, this
0: one might surprise you. How old do you think Chriselle is?
1: Which one's Chriselle?
0: The one, I think she is the most beautiful one. The one that went out with Jason.
1: Oh, yeah, her. Um, she is 27. 40. Ah! <laughs> no way.
0: <laughs> 40. Turning 40? 41 this year. And so is Mary. And I think Maya is as well. Amanza is 45. What? Yeah. Mind blown.
1: I can see where all their commission goes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, apparently silicon is quite expensive. That's mad, wow. I feel like I look the
0: same age as them, but they are (laughs) literally like not double my age, but not far off (laughs) Yeah, madness,
1: isn't it? One of them, one of them is almost double your age. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never had a listing over 10
2: million. How many houses can say they have two pools?
0: So Sai, you've watched three episodes of Selling Sunset, right? Correct. Would you bin it or binge it?
1: Every fiber of my body is telling me not to say this answer, um, but I would binge it. <laughs> there's, there's no All doubt. Right. Yeah. Um, don't ask me why. Um, I hate myself for wanting to binge it. Um, I, I,
2: it's,
1: dislike most of the people on the show. I dislike uh their morals and I dislike their attitudes to to life and stuff. Um, but I I can't stop watching it. In fact, on Friday when the first episodes dropped, me and Beth made ho- <clears throat> we made homemade pizzas, bought a really nice bottle of wine, and we just thought, right, we're gonna do like a proper selling sunset binge watch. Mm-hmm. Um the only issue with that was that the wine was so nice that after a glass and a half, I was drunk. I like. I wasn't even tipsy. I was flat out drunk. Don't really remember what happened in episodes one to three. But, yeah, I'm still going to binge it. That is how bizarre <laughs> and bizarrely addictive this show is. So yeah, I'd, I'd binge it. So
0: you binge it, yeah?
1: <laughs> I'm going to binge it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think I know. I think I know your answer. Well, Emily, would you bin it mm, or binge it?
0: I was umming and ahhing about this because the plot. I think there were holes in it. No, I'm joking, obviously. (laughs) Binge my head off and that is what I did. I do have a couple more to watch, but it wasn't just the first three. Um, Yeah, I just like how they are making this more about their life around property. It's not, I don't think it was so focused on the houses this time. I think Mm. like with them going on holiday, obviously Chriselle and Jason, Jason, Chriselle and Jason. (laughs) their relationship being explored a bit more. Um, yeah, I think it adds to the drama and the gossip around it. By the way, talking of Chrishell, um, apparently she's now da- dating a 27 year old musician called G Flip. And if oh. you Google pictures of them together, it is an interesting <laughs> match. You'd never see them together.
1: Chriselle and G Flip. We're getting a like, real time
0: reaction right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, I spelt her name wrong, so that's good. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, that's, um, that's a change. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very
0: different to Jason when you see them side by side. Interesting,
1: yeah. right? <laughs> that is, yeah, that is. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Well, well described. No, sorry. I digress.
0: Chrishell came up in my mind and I thought there's a lot of rumors <laughs> going around and they haven't denied it. So, um,
1: You mentioned it's not really so much about the houses this time around. Mm. Right. And I'll be honest, that's basically what I watch Sunning Sunset for. I love seeing the houses. Can I just ask what you know that really nice new house with the builder who's like as ripped as Dwayne Johnson um, Mika is that his name yeah mm. good on him um he's built this really nice house and he's got this like really green astro turf on the like which looks hideous but the house it's basically built on like this avalanche of mud so like you're buying this property for like 20 million dollars wherever it was and your view is just mud. It looks horrible.
0: I don't remember seeing the mud view. It's I just, thought it was re- I feel like a lot of the houses though are built like right in the hillside, aren't they?
1: Yeah. it just looks gross. It's just like you just look like you're <laughs> So you weird. would
0: you would turn down that house, would you?
1: Um yeah, probably not, no. But like it just it, it doesn't the outside doesn't reflect. How nice it is on the outside, on the inside, and with mm. the views. I would just expect a bit more than just like stones in mud. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> my, my take, my hot take. Okay. Um,
0: so
2: I was wondering why I wasn't getting lustings when I was like, oh, yeah, it's because I'm not my boss.
0: So, in summary, we've got about as close to Christine as possible for now until we go to spoons. So, our final decision is that we decided. To binge it. Yeah. Agreed? Everyone agreeing yeah. on this?
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Do you think people are going to agree with us?
1: I think so. Yeah, it's one of the biggest shows in the world, isn't it? Um, yeah. It'd be interesting to know whether people feel that the, the sto- moving the storyline away from like, showing up for houses and focusing more on the relationships would be, um, is, is welcome and whether people actually like it.
0: And also, what's the next season going to be like if Christine isn't in it? Da, da, da.
1: Yeah, it was interesting what Soph said, wasn't it? She doesn't think she's mm. going to be in it. Um, yeah, I think obviously you will lose so much of the drama. Um, yeah. But from her point of view, you can understand why. If she's got so many different ventures going on, uh, a show like this could be seen as being detrimental. Um, mm. We want yeah. the drama though. <laughs> you want the drama. <laughs> I want the nice houses.
0: <laughs> so all that's left to say then is thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.
1: See ya.